Game Control Evolution If you have ever held a modern video game controller, such as Nintendo's Switch Pro Controller, Xbox's Wireless Controller, or PlayStation's DualSense, you know just how well those things can fit in your hands. The buttons are perfectly laid out for maximum efficiency, and the ergonomics of the controller's shape itself are a work of art. However, this hasn't always been the case. The standard shape of a video game controller has only been attained due to the multiple mistakes from all the companies and innovations that bleed over to everyone once they have been reached. Let's go on a trip through history to learn what controllers introduced these innovations. 1972 Knobs The Magnavox Odyssey may be considered the first true video game console and it had to figure out how exactly people should control and interact with the pixels on their screen. Their decision was to use two rotating knobs on either side of a rectangular box wired directly to the console. A similar setup would be used in the more known Pong console in 1975, with each player using one knob on either side of the console to control their paddle. 1976 Joystick Though most think of the Atari 2600 as the first console with a joystick, it was actually preceded by a year by the Fairchild Channel F with its black stick-like controller with a pressable joystick on the end. Atari did however improve the design with a square base stand and by replacing the push functionality with a separate button. 1977 Number Pad Now for an innovation that is better left in the past. For a few years, video game consoles had controllers that looked like traditional TV remotes with number pads. The one who started this was the RCA Studio 2 that only lasted 2 years but Atari came in again to incorporate others ideas as their next console, the Atari 5200 Super System in 1952 featured a number pad with an added joystick above it to add even more ways to play their games. 1983 D-Pad It is only once Nintendo started making console with the Nintendo Entertainment System that the iconic directional pad or D-Pad was introduced to the market. The design was much easier to understand for users as the plus shape button would better allow the user to map the movements of their 2D character on screen to their presses on the controller. Though Nintendo had the rights to their specific version of the D-Pad, other companies have made their own version of it and continue to include it in controller to this day. 1990 Shoulder Buttons but Nintendo was not satisfied with only bringing the basis of how a modern controller should look like. They also had to innovate on their own product. This led them to introduce shoulder buttons on the controller of their next generation console, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The inclusion of shoulder buttons means that there are more actions that developers can program a character to do again. This is another innovation that will continue to the most modern controllers. 1994 Legs Though it may not seem major, Sony's first console, the PlayStation, introduced a controller that had legs sticking out of its sides. This change does not affect the number of buttons on the controller or how you move the character on screen but simply is much more ergonomic shape to hold for longer periods of time. Unless the control is specifically made to be used with motion controls and sometimes even then. The use of legs on controllers has been consistent since then. 1996 Joystick Renaissance 
After not having been a major part of the major console's controllers for a decade, who else but Nintendo brought back the joystick in a whole new way with the Nintendo 64. With this being the console where 3D games started to hit their stride, the team at Nintendo needed a way for players to control the characters smoothly in 360 degrees. Though the actual three-pronged trident shape of the controller confused many, the joystick was now there to stay. 1997 Joystick X2 But what Nintendo couldn't do was set the standard to beat their general controller design. When Sony PlayStation came out with the original DualShock controller in 1997, they defined what a modern controller should be like. The dual joysticks made controlling the movement of a character and the in-game camera in a 3D environment much easier. And they kept all of the innovation that had been discovered previously. It's no wonder that many call it the benchmark for controller design. 2002 Wireless Controllers Up until this point, if you wanted to play a console video game, you could only get so far from your television without the cable pulling you back. In 2002, however, Nintendo introduced the WaveBird, a very chunky wireless controller for their console, the GameCube. Though not the most appealing in design, it set the standard for wireless controllers that would evolve into Bluetooth-connected ones today. 2006 Motion Controls This is the last big innovation that has came at this point. And you might be thinking, why motion controls? That's only used by casual players. While that may have been true at first, with Nintendo's Wiimote and Nunchuck released alongside the titular Wii, what was laid down there has led to improvements that even more serious players can appreciate. Not only do gyroscopes in traditional controllers help to have more precise aim when shooting in a game, but virtual reality consoles would not have anywhere near the impact they have if their controllers did not incorporate motion controls. Though there are a lot of more minor innovations that have come to influence the evolution of the modern video game controller, these that have been highlighted here are the largest hitting ones to come out since video game consoles were invented. Though I am not imaginative enough to know what could come next in the timeline, I am excited to see what the engineers will come up with.